Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. So, where we last left off from our previous session, you guys had made it back to the beach, astonished to find the fleet was missing, survived a T-Rex, blue-clawed raptors, sand snakes, and God only knows what else decided not to chew on you that evening. Um, you sought shelter amongst a cove of rocks. When evening fell, a very bizarre contraption came out of the sea, and you guys met Qualish. Qualish the gnome. Um, he invited you into his sanctuary, or um, uh, house, whatever you want to call it, um, which was essentially a floating small door that you guys stepped through. You spent the evening asking Qualish questions, um, you spent um, a good deal of the time um, resting, relaxing, eating the meal. Um, I believe Sigurd was partaking of T-Rex leg. All the while, <laughs> the many Qualishes were busy around you. It seems that Qualish has this unique ability to split himself into many Qualishes, but yet he still seem to have unique personalities with each creation. Um, the things that you remember <clears throat> seeing them bring you through the house during your while you were resting uh, it would seem that the entire skeleton of the t-rex was disassembled preserved packed away in crates um, a couple of the qualishes came out and asked Sigurd for the remaining leg bone which he had hoisted over there seems to be invisible servants here that move about and help and aid you um, the other thing you notice too is that whenever you kind of think of basic simple things you need, they seem to appear. They seem to just come to an existence within this place. The real fun kicked in when you guys settled in for the night. All of you um, doing either taking time to study your new finds that you had, um, whether it be the ship in the bottle, the book of Lathander, um, the shield the elven chainmail um what else did we have what did you have fire sword and the sword oh mars sword yes um, on oh, that scroll the demon <clears throat> scroll and the the knapsack that um yeah both yeah. tobias and fire spent some time um uh interacting with um 
with that, when you settled in for your long rest, all of you had, with the exception of one individual who was not there, but all of you seemingly seemed to have some kind of dreamlike reaction um, that evening. Um, whether it was the magic of the place versus your inquiries into these items that you had taken from the Stormlord's vault, um, not really sure. Some were ominous, some were telling, some were quite disturbing. Um, you woke up the next morning, still refreshed, not quite as um, refreshed as you'd like to be, all seemingly um, taken aback at the visions and the interactions that you had with the items. Um, you ate a small, quick breakfast, uh, learned that Qualish had already begun the assembly of the dirigible, um, which was part of the missing crates that you had recovered for him. As you guys stepped out into the bright light of the now clean and empty seashore of the island of Boati, um, a couple of you noticed that it's not quite tail the end. It's not quite the end of spring anymore. It feels more like the beginning of summer, as you realize anywhere from one to two months might have passed by while you were inside Qualish's mansion. Um, at that point, you took in the sight of this massive ship being built the uh, um you watched as the crates of dinosaur bones being lifted up and for the first time you begin to really truly understand qualish's power as well over 400 qualishes were working on this ship that seemed like they must have been working for days as it's near completion it's mostly assembled the great um uh engine that was hoisted to the front of the ship the great airbag and sails made from black and red dragon skins seemingly assembled and in the process of being hoisted up and put into place it was at this point you guys all walked up the scaffolding onto the deck of the ship um it was very hard to find uh, qualish the original qualish qualish prime or however you can discern him however you finally figured out the one way that you know you're always going to be talking to the main Qualish. Um, the main Qualish always seems to have the goggles, as well as this very pronounced um, cube um, that he wears on a necklace around his neck. Um, with that, you guys begin to ask him some questions, make some inquiries, and then somebody let it slip about going in to the vault at the crag's <laughs> finger and there was some attempts to shush and get tobias to not say anything at that moment strong attempt at that moment qualish seemed very upset you watch as all 300 qualishes look in your general direction all of them just <laughs> kind of blending back into qualish until there's only three Qualishes left. One on the right, one on the left, and the one in the middle. The one in the middle seemingly wearing the cube around his neck, the goggles hoisted up on his forehead as he looks down at Tobias and crosses his arms and says, you did what? And that's where we last left off. What are you guys doing? I... I'm going to pick up the mouse by the shoulders. Do you let him do that, Tobias? 
Oh, no way. Uh, give me athletics, um, Sigurd, and give me acrobatics, Tobias. We're both fighting in our nature, our best skills. Hold on, I have to pull up my thing. Fifteen. Okay. Well, I can just roll it. On. I can just roll it on here, and I'll have my thing in a bit. That's an eighteen plus you guys, seven. Yeah, you 25. guys watch as. No, I'm assuming you're not doing this maliciously, right? Are you doing this to kind of like no. protect them? Okay. So you I'm guys watch. To... Fire, fire, and everybody else. You watch as Sigurd kind of picks up. Tobias gently by the shoulders and kind of like sets him like behind the rest of the group. Um, Tobias, you're struggling the whole time, but uh, Sigurd's a pretty strong dude, and you're having a hard time getting out of his grip. Um, and you guys watch, you guys watch as uh, Qualish looks from Tobias to the rest of you, and he begins to eyeball each one of you individually. And then you notice that one of the Qualishes, the Qualish to his right, um, uh, looks to the qualish in the center and goes, well, it could have just been an accident. I mean, it's not like it's the first time it... And he watches the center qualish tells him to shit. Quiet! I am talking to these people now. And there's a difference in his voice. He's angrier. The, the qualish to his left looks, look, qualish, the last time you got angry like this, things were bad. I mean, we're almost done with the boat. We could be out of here. Who cares if they open the vault? And he gets like, he's almost done with his sentence. And the center college shuts him up as well and goes, So, let me get this straight. You guys made it to the crag's finger. Unsealed the door of tribute. You then made it through the door of religious, religious zealotry. And then you unlocked the heavy door of the five-headed dragon lock. Have I got this correct? Well, only hypothetically, because uh, would, yeah, that no, be bad? Would, that, would that be bad? We, we never did. We never did. Like, hypothetically, if we were to do everything, I don't know what you're talking about, but that wouldn't be bad, right? That'd be good, right? Um, when or would you, it be bad? When you, when when you opened up that door, did you see how big it was? We didn't. We didn't open the door though. We all. It's right? only a hypoth hypothetical. This is a thought experiment, right? This is a uh, thought experiment. It wasn't like someone warned us not to open it. I figured it was so big it had a lot of treasure in it. I'm going to turn around <laughs> and just push <laughs> the mouse down with my hand. Gag him! Gag! <laughs> Um, can I get off of me? Can I, I, can I cast? Can I, can I cast something real quick? Uh, who's casting? Asborn? Asmin. Asmin, what are you thinking of casting? I cast. I cast command on Tobias. Oh God. Okay. And I, you begin I to. I, I just say. I just say quiet. You you begin to form the runic sigil in your mind, and the minute it forms, it disappears. Ah. Oh no, he pissed. I thought I was thinking of something, but you know. Wait, where am I? That's not the one. That's one we're gonna have to explain away what the hell we did. No, no, no. That was that was. Hey, 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 hey! Get your big armored paw off me for a second. The cat's already out of the bag. No offense, Fire. I'm like, I was in a bag. I take responsibility for leading us here. I got this book, see, and it's got the map, see? So we went here. 
We um, push it down towards Qualish. Okay. Qualish looks at you. I, Qual I mean, so at some point you guys are going to have to figure out if they're being deceptive or truthful. I'll let you guys all sort that out on your own. But Qualish looks down at you, Tobias, and goes, uh, Can I please see that book that you have there? Yeah. So I it go in my backpack yeah. and I pull it out. It's one go, of the, and it's actually it's kind of cool. It's one of the few times you can hand something over rather than up and over. Um, so you hand him, you know, you hand him the book and he takes it from you and he yeah. looks at it and he begins to figure. Careful, I've had that a long time. <laughs> he kind of fingers through it and then he gets to the map and he looks at the map and then he looks at the other pages and he looks at the map and you watch as he runs his finger down the center binding of the map and you watch as the map comes free and he's now holding the map and he looks at you, Tobias, he goes, well... Here's your coloring book back. However, <laughs> this map is over 800 years old. Um, I'd like to know where you really got that from. It's kind of important. I've had it since I've been a little kid. Well, how old are you now? And you're already little. Oh, I see how Damn. it is. <laughs> I see how it is. Okay. Uh, I yeah. mean, when little people are doing little people jokes, it's always fun. Um, I mean... You know, I'm, I'm 20. So who had this so, map? Middle age. So did you come across this book from someone you know? Uh, my mom got it for me when I, uh, oh. when I was a little kid. I was a little kid. Okay, and what did your mom do for a profession? She was a merchant. So she just found this book in some rummage sale somewhere and brought it home to you. I was like three years old. How do I know? Interesting. I'm just assuming that's what she did. You watch him begin to fold up the map and he tucks it inside of his duster pocket and he goes, well, since you've already been there and you've already done what you've done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that, but that's my map. I understand that, but I'm going to need to study it and figure out where it came from because I don't know if you all know what you just did. I hope for... For, for the love of all the gods in this world, um, that you didn't take anything from the vault. However... Yeah, we did. We took a bunch of stuff. No, we didn't. Well, uh, uh, why? Uh, <laughs> why is the bed? Uh, I will give you... So, I will give Fire, because I know Fire will be standing near him. I'll give Sigurd, and I'll give... I'll say Mara. You'll probably be near him as well. So, Mara, Fire, and Sigurd... Give me dex checks. Fifteen. Okay. Give me a second. Yep, got fifteen from Mara. It's loading very slowly today. Yeah, the internet doesn't like us after eight o'clock at this scene. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Oh hell yeah, that's a non-natural twenty-one. Dirty 20, uh, dirty 21, okay. Um, Tobias, give me a acrobatics check, please. God, I'm sucking tonight. I got a whopping 12. Um, all three of you managed to grab unique portions of Tobias. Mara, you grab his ah, legs. what are you guys doing? Uh, Fire, you kind of grab his waist. And then Sigurd, with you already being closest, you managed to slip your hand around his mouth. All three of you 
kind of hoist Tobias into his saddle. And I'll say, Fire, you cleverly convince Tobias that maybe he should be quiet. You're the only one that he seems to listen to. Okay. I rolled really bad on... Well, his passive is good. I was going to force Qualish to make a perception check, and he rolled a 2 plus 9, so he only got 11. Um, so Qualish didn't quite make out what Tobias said, as best as you could tell. And as he goes on to say, Well, I'm certainly glad you didn't take anything from his vault, but it's bad enough that you've let Scourge out upon this world. Right, the treasure it from there, is it cursed? Is that why we didn't need to take anything? I'm, I'm confused. Well, I wouldn't call it cursed. According to the Stormlord's lore, that vault is a particular place that he put particular things that either, oh, threatened humankind, or I should say humanoid kind, um, uh, has been known to cause planar destruction, uh, very vile and wicked creatures that try to take possession of things, you know. He's not a big fan of destroying objects and items. He seems to prefer to lock them away in case he ever needs to use them or destroy them he for needs to use a better need. lock. So he needs to use a better lock. Yeah, so I'm just um so if these were like really powerful weapons, then shouldn't he just like like, you know, put a better security system around it or you You see, cause we kind of came upon it by like while Tobias had the map, you know the the things that he had like the the five dragon head keys things, they weren't really that hard. So is the Stormlord just kind of like a dope, or are we just that good? Well, Stay on the ope day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know quite what you mean by dope. I mean, is he young and naive like you? No, probably not. But I would say that the complexity of the lock speaks to the abilities of the people. If you had the ability to get into his vault, perhaps he expected you to have the ability to understand what to do once in there. I mean, each one of those particular ways down into the vault have reason and purpose. Um, the fact that this group seemed capable to get down there, but not capable enough to let the Hydra go is a little disconcerting and makes me wonder if whether or not you truly took anything from the vault. By the way, anything that you find in that vault is, well, it's marked. It's scryed. If, if the Stormlord chose to find out who took it and where it went, he'll find it on his own, uh, whether his followers or whoever. Um, but here's my concern. None of you seem overly shocked that this, well, I mean, according, I guess maybe this shouldn't be shocking, right? I mean, we're already looking for a beast that's the size of an island and eats ships whole. And now an undead five-headed hydra that's over a thousand years old is now swimming freely amongst the Menagerie Coast and the Greater Seas. So, hey, why not? Let's just piss it all away and move on. You watch as the right and left Qualish kind of grab him by the shoulder. He kind of kind of harumps a little bit and, and and kind of pushes them away a few inches away from him and and he looks at the two Qualishes and goes, well what would you have me do? I mean look at them. 
They're complete idiots. They let the thing right here. out. Oh. It was an accident. Uh, didn't you, didn't you say that? Assessment. <laughs> did, didn't right hand Qualis just say that it got out before? So how did it got put back the last time? It got yeah, out 1,200 years ago, and the Storm Lord had, had convinced his followers to trap it. It took over 10,000 people to do that. Uh, okay. You clearly don't well, know anything about the Storm Lord, do you? No, I don't. I, I apologize. Now, Qualish, with these items, wouldn't it be better to just destroy them? Well, there's a lot of conjecture about that. A lot of people said he actually locked him up because he didn't know how to destroy him. So, one's got to wonder if there's some truth to that lore. If a god can't destroy an item, it's typically an item from another god. It's usually how that works. Um, there are legends that the, the Hydra wasn't always undead. The Hydra, known as Scourge, which was, we don't know its true name, that was the name that his followers gave it because that thing was just mean. It killed lots of people and it destroyed entire villages. It was, it was very difficult to get that thing trapped. Um, so what we did, or I mean, what they did, uh, everybody make inside checks for me really quick. Okay. Finally, not 20. If you rolled, if you rolled a 10 or higher on your insight, he'd say we with with a mistake he 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 said we as if he might have been there but he quickly corrected it to they the only person that may not have noticed was sam as she was busy uh wondering if she's now possessed by the devil itself so how did you get it oh mara barely attend i don't know what you talk anyways listen yeah to you me. said we like you were there I'm old. So how did you I'm old. I make mistakes. It happens. I mean, so do we. We're young. For how mistakes. old you are, you seem to remember a lot about someone you say you never were. Well, it doesn't seem matter. to know a lot, a lot about the specifics. Let, let's put it this way: Rumor has it that Rumor when Scourge it. was a real Hydra, um, somebody pretending to be a god. Um, uh, corrupted the Hydra, and this pretend god then went around all of uh, Wildmont, mostly the coastal regions and some of the inland regions, and nearly destroyed, you know, most of everything. So, minor inconvenience, the, the realm rallied, got everybody together, um, they managed to trap the Hydra in the Crag's Finger, and then the Stormlord and a couple others intervened and the creature was trapped, okay? This was over a thousand years ago. Now, I don't, I don't know why you were able to open that vault. Maybe you were intended to. Gods have very strange ways of determining what to do next. Maybe it has something to do with this other creature we're chasing. I still don't even know where that thing came from. You guys claim it's Faye, you claim that it came from somewhere, but I I don't see how that's possible. It's huge. Um, there would be some notice of its arcanic uh, shift through the planes, and I don't remember feeling such a large shift. But anyways, so what, 
what are we going to do? What's... I need a crew I can trust. Can I really trust you people? And all three, all, right. all three qualishes are kind of like now staring at you guys individually, like one by one. Well, we're honest and we tell the truth. Obviously, we're capable. Yes. Oh well, my feet are capable of movement. Doesn't mean I should move. Can you move anymore? Can you move? Are you paraplegic? We are. Uh, we are trustworthy, and we will do the job. You know how to make us trustworthy? Promise us gold after this, and then we'll help you. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Um, what? Let's, let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you make your own deals, buddy. I got my deal. I'm in. He kind of looks at all of you, and he goes, "Well." I'm not sure I'm persuaded yet, but we'll give it a go. Um, he grabs the cube around his neck and he twists it a, a handful of times and one by one, up to about 100 qualities show up, just enough to kind of finish up the ship. He goes, um, maybe you could lend a hand on prepping the rest of the ship before we leave. Um, and I'll tell you what, the day that we leave, I'll make my decision then. So... What you do between then and when we leave, when we set sail, um, we'll determine if I decide to take you on, or I could just leave you on this island and we'll never see each other again. Is that uh, agreeable? You strike a hard bargain. You strike a very fair bargain. Let's uh, shake on it. Hold out my hand. Sounds good. To me. You watch as two qualishes come over and each with their little hands. Grab onto your big hand and shake it with two little hands. Anything's better than being left on the island. <sighs> and what are the rest of us doing? I only hear the boys talking so far. Oh, nodding. Nodding, yeah. Same, yeah. <laughs> Be nice, everyone. I'm going to smile as I shake their hands. Be nice. Smiling. I, I love seeing your smile through your helmet. Continuing to You watch as the main qualish magically materializes a um, almost like one of those like uh, old-timey megaphones in his hand, and he holds it up, and he starts barking out orders to the remaining qualishes, and then... As he pulls it away, he looks at Asborn and Asmon and Sigurd. Goes, you three, go finish uh. assembling the engine with the rest of my qualishes. Get out of here. And then it, he looks over at Tobias and Fire. Perhaps you could help with the dragon skin rigging. Um, we should be. We want to make sure that that dirigible is airtight. And maybe. You know, you're small enough to crawl around inside there and make sure that there's no seams that are loose. And it kind of, I've kind of noticed that the tabaxi seems to be the only one that can control you. Um, strange cat and mouse you guys play, but it is what it is. Um, he then looks over at Mara and Sam and goes, you two, um, I'm going to automatically trust you two because, um, well, let's face it. You're the most different-looking people on the ship compared to the rest of us. Um, but you're tall. Um, you seem capable. Um, can I get you two to check the hull of the ship for me? Because when this thing's not flying, it floats. Um, and I kind of feel like having a water genasi's eye. And someone with a natural understanding of 
nature, taking a look at the hull of my ship would would help me out. Is is that something you could do for me? Yes, of course. Okay. So, a little bit of time passes on. You guys all watch as all the qualishes are kind of breaking apart and they're going in different directions. The steady, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, tattoo of hammers and pulleys and, uh, you know, uh, things being put in place, moved, shifted. The deck is quickly um, turned into almost like a um, uh, you know, uh, like the floor of a warehouse that's constantly moving about and product is moving and it's just a busy scene. Um, for Asmon, Asborn, and Sigurd, as you're walking towards the front, the very front of the ship, as opposed to the front mid deck where you were at, the very front of the ship seems to be where they are constructing this almost like glass obsidian box and these very heavily, um, cloistered uh qualishes and very heavy leathers with masks and and helmets on and uh big gloves and tongs are like gradually moving these rocks out of um you know this these steel boxes and placing them inside this obsidian glass bubble um give me perception checks everyone do you want them from everyone uh sigward asman and asborn yes the yes. three of you. <clears throat> 14. 14. Okay. 14. Who rolled the 18? I did. Asmin. Asmin, give me an arcana check. That is a... By the way, Asmon, you're typing in the wrong chat. Oh. oh I'm sorry, is that... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Are you typing to me by accident here? No, I was no, typing in the. the, the I was check, I was checking uh, on Beirut. Um, <laughs> I got a I got a nineteen on my icon check. Okay, um, as both your brother and Sigurd seem very intent on looking at what's going on, this seems a little bit familiar to you. You've seen it before. You don't remember exactly where, but you get the sense that what they're loading into this glass bubble at the front of the ship um there it's basically air elemental infused obsidian ore um you've come across this in books before about how it's rare but very powerful manipulators of magic and physical matter have been known to take the essence of an elemental infuse it into an object control it as an energy force and then reuse it as a set energy force you get the feeling as you're watching this that they're loading up was essentially the magical essence of an air elemental um, maybe even possible some other energies are involved here as well being put in this compartment one of the gnomes kind of like takes off his his helmet and his gloves and he goes oh Qualish sent some helpers. Could you go below deck and bring us up some more steel boxes, please? And about when when they harness the basically the air elemental, um, is there anything is there anything that's like? So, when they harness the energy of the air elemental, are they like basically enslaving it? Yeah, uh, you wouldn't like... know that. Yeah, okay. you're not really sure the mechanics. You've just you've just read and and studied a few books that talked about the ability to do this. 
Okay. But it's not something that's practiced on any kind of regular basis. So okay. The, so, okay. The, so it's just like an experimental kind of thing. It's, it's like not really. Yeah, it feels very okay. experimental to the point of a little bit terrifying. So the the Qualis asks the three of you to go down and get more boxes. Yes, uh, I sir. I'm on the way. On the way. Okay, so the three of you find where the other gnomes are bringing up these steel boxes, and now you're below deck. Um, Mara and Samara, you make your way back down the scaffolding, but you go halfway down. Um, you realize that now there's a series of long scaffolding that's running all the way up the hull of the ship, all the way back down again, all the way up and back down again. This would be a, a very thin type of catwalk that you can see. Um, and as you begin to kind of do your thing, um, so for Samara, you can either use survival or nature, which one's ever better for you. And I'll say, Samara, you can either use perception or investigation, which one's ever be better for you. In Mara? Or Mara, sorry. <laughs> I'll use survival. Okay, go for it. Uh, pretty 20. good. Not natural. 21. Oh, nice. Um, you guys spend the first 15 to 30 minutes on one side going up and down this catwalk. Um, both of you make perception checks with advantage for me. Um, while we're doing this, I'm going to fill Samara in on um, our visit to Vid, Vid K. Vid Kai. Okay. I don't believe she was there with us and tell her about the entity and the pet and Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, since she's to chosen to trust me, I'm going to let her know about me trying to find the beast and being hired on. Is that um, another 20 not natural? Okay. Um, the two of you are kind of chatting with each other, revealing some information with each other. Um, you studying the whole of the ship, it's, it's, it's a little bit strange. Um, whatever they've used to fuse the planks together is almost indiscernible between the different planks. Um, it's almost as if this is all made from one single piece of wood, but that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So it's very confusing. You don't see like any of the residual tar ceiling or the square headed nails, the, you know, the, the binding of the pl planks. You don't see any peg holes. The more and more you're 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 looking at this hull, and little qualishes are kind of swinging from ropes and, and and working on things, and sometimes they come walking by you, and um, you're looking at this hull, and you get to the very front, and now you're going back towards the backside again. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it really feels like this is one solid piece of wood. I don't know any magic, Sam. Do you know any magic? Um, I don't. I have to sell magic, but that's it. I'm just wondering if, if this was made with some sort of magical means, since this doesn't feel... Would have been. Well, this guy is full of magic. Well, Samara, considering your you did survival or did you do nature? I forget. Survival. survival is pretty high. Go ahead and give me a nature check with advantage, since that was pretty high. Because this has definitely intrigued you, especially with your background. Uh, 12. 12. You're not entirely sure. There's maybe one or two species of tree that ever get big enough 
to be able to maybe do this. Um, and the idea of a Trent comes to mind, a Trient. Okay. Um, it would have to be a pretty big one. Um, I mean, the ship is close to 200 feet long and, you know, 50 feet wide. It's a big ship. But are sentient. He'd have to have killed it. Man, if only we knew about that dragon conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, okay, so I let I'll let Mara know about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean overall, I mean yeah, it's yeah, the, that's the vibe you're getting. Whether it's true or not, the one thing that's disconcerting about this is would have to be a huge trend. And mm-hmm. as far as you're aware, really? most of the ones that would be big enough to exist in the material plane like this. There's maybe two or three of them in the known world that, you know, mostly shepherd the, the greater um, inner forests closer to the inland and would not be, you know, anywhere near the Menagerie Coast, let alone um, be shepherds of any of the, you know, the atolls or islands of the greater sea. So it's a little disconcerting, but you can't quite put your finger on it for sure. It, it just seems odd. I'm thinking... Treant. I am not entirely sure whether I trust Qualish. To be this big, it they had to have killed it. Right. I, from what I know, those are very difficult to kill. No, Qualish kind of like a five-headed Hydra. <laughs> Just, I have the feeling that Qualish isn't telling us something. Something is off. I have the same yeah. feeling. There, there's something going on that we don't know about. And with that, we'll go to Fire and Tobias. It's a little bit weird. You guys have already been working on the dirigible balloon for about, um, uh, I'd say about 20 or 30 minutes. The two of you go ahead and make investigation checks for me. Nine. Nine. Seventeen. Seventeen. Tobias, since you've already crawled inside the balloon, um, there is a bit of of the warm gas left behind, so it's pretty humid inside. But by the time you get done, well, you may not know this for fact, to form this massive balloon. The balloon itself is, you know, 100 feet long, 20 feet wide. Um, there's uh, the other sails and, and, and other parts of this ship that are obviously designed to help this thing move. Um, this balloon is massive. Uh, give me, give me a quick nature check. I didn't, t- I, I didn't hear the number you told me. How many dragons? Uh, it's because you don't know. It's hard to tell. Oh, okay. Ten. You said nature check. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen. You're not really sure how many dragons it took. You look and manage to make out ear in a very eerie pattern one of the skins and it's big enough to probably count as maybe ancient or large adult um and that would make sense because you have a reasonable understanding of how much cloth and sail it takes to build a sail i mean the loss is usually anywhere from 20 to 30 percent when you're making a sail for a ship or even when you're you know repairing a sail so you get the feeling that there's quite a few skins here, and they've probably come from some pretty significantly sized dragons. 
Um, but the overall quality of these skins are quite amazing. They're they're very well preserved. They're very well very well cured. Um, the assembly of the skins has been finely stitched to the point where you can barely even see where the connections of the seams occur. And I would say you spend a solid hour, you don't find any disparate disconnection or any kind of thing that looks risky. Um, Arena, give me an insight check. Fire. Oh, sorry, fire. Yeah, you, you don't even have it up there. Good lord. Insight. 16. You're looking towards where the front obsidian bubble is. You can see where the boys have spent the better part of 45 minutes now hauling up these huge crates. These gnomes are loading these pieces of ore that seem to have some kind of white reflection coming off them as, as they get put inside that. Um, you watch as Mara and Sam come back up the side of the scaffolding from the other side, um, seemingly making their way back up towards the main deck. Um, you watch as Tobias comes over and finally kind of you watch his very sweaty, matted furred little mouseling self kind of like drop out of the dirigible. And as you're watching all of this and you're watching the way the island is and the way the scenery is, for the very first time, you've noticed something. You don't know why you didn't pick up on it before. But the water's not really making a noise. The clouds aren't really moving. And there's not really a wind. It's very eerie. Uh, would I have any idea as to why that would be happening? You're not really sure other than the fact that there's enough magic going on here and the fact that there's such a kind of like traumatic change between what was going on in less than a day versus what's going on perceivably more than 30 days or maybe 45 days it it almost feels manufactured it almost feels like a painting something about it just doesn't make sense and you can't quite put your little dew claw I'm, on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention that to Tobias okay. as he pops out. Don't talk to me. You should have had my back out there. You let that big armored idiot grab me. That's it. Don't talk to me the rest of the day. And what's that? Off. And you watch as Tobias storms off down the stairs. And I just shake my head me. shake my head and follow after him. Okay. Um, eventually you guys pretty much wrap up everything you're doing. You meet back up on the main deck. Um, there's now maybe, maybe 30 or 40 qualishes left. Tidying things up. <coughs> doing the last of the lines. You, you hear a, a huge clanging sound as you watch the lid on the front, um, uh, bubble that's being loaded with this ore just come down very heavily. Um, you watch as each one of the qualishes now take a big wrench and they're wrenching the thing tight. Um, and then, you know, they, they're now just all kind of in that mode of putting things away. It's now about mid afternoon at this point, or it feels like it. Um, what do you guys want to do? Um, yeah, 
we could gather and just kind of regroup, I think that would be a good idea. Sure. Um, do you want to be obvious about it, or do you want to, like, kind of, like, slunk away? Nonchalant. Nonchalant? <laughs> I don't understand well, the reason I'm just going to walk up to the nearest Qualish. I'm like, I'm going to go eat lunch. Oh, Can I have oh. my lunch break, please? Sure. I mean, we're done, mostly, but yeah. Thank you, thank you. Just a quick, just a quick bit of beer, probably. I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna walk with them. Okay. So where are you guys? on the job. Where, <laughs> where are you guys? Hello. Where are you guys thinking of getting together at? Are you gonna go back into the mansion? Do you want to go on the beach? Do you want to stay on the I'd ship? Stay further down the beach. Okay. Um, I don't want to go too far down the beach because this is totally murder island. Well, not too far, but out of earshot. Okay. I don't want to be in the mansion. And then I'll create food and water. Okay, so you guys make your way off the deck of the ship, take the scaffolding down towards the beach. Um, you walk um, um, along the beach, not too far out of eyeshot of the ship, and you can hear the occasional qualish like scream at another qualish, and you watch as one of the qualishes goes, you know, nose diving off the ship with the the rope still, you know, hanging on to any swings, and you can hear the other qualishes laughing at him. Um, you guys are far enough away at this point. Sit down, uh, start munching on snacks. You start drinking your beer. Well, how's everyone else this morning? Pretty easy, just carrying boxes. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, but I kind of want to take a closer look. They have like this weird, like, wind, air, energy. Kind of cool. There's just but... there's weird everything here. I really getting a bad vibe from this guy, and I don't think that we should trust him. But I think we should keep our cool until he gets us off this island. Yeah, I mean, what is he? I mean, he's kind of mad at us for, you know, letting loose his his buddy Scourge, but I, I don't think he's gonna kill us. Pretty certain that he killed a treant. What? And yeah, we're not we're bunch not, of wait, dragons. What? what? What did you say about the dragon? Treants. And a bunch of dragons. Bunch of dragons? Mm-hmm. Oh, this this is uh, my my nature senses are tingling. Better and better. It's a, what, uh, thing, it's a good thing we're not dragons or treants, I guess. What uh? We're also <laughs> what, kind of what kind of dragons anyway? Like we talking metals or chromatics? Yeah, what are we talking here? Does, does it matter? Kind of. Kind of. Kind of does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Out of game. So, like, how big, how out big of game are they? first. Oh, Jacob, okay. you already what? know all of this. Oh, I do? That's right. That's I'm literally <laughs> DMing you everything right now. My bad, my bad. <laughs> so. So. My. Did I not DM you that whole paragraph that I told you to read? Okay, but yeah. <laughs> you also. The first thing I. The first thing I did when I opened up your, your DM, which all I got was nice combo, nice combo, nice combo. So oh yeah, that's right. Hate you. Okay. <laughs> so I just, I feel like we should just keep our heads down and get ourselves off this island. Whatever he says, just agree to it. Okay, we have to get off this island. I agree with that. Keep your eyes out. Don't let your guard down. We still have to get to the Black Opal, so I don't think... We should really the black stay opal with him. Together, it could have been crashed. Is it the black opal or is it blue opal? It's the blue, blue opal. Blue opal. Sorry. Blue opal could be by now. We well, no I mean, idea. we we didn't find any of its pieces oh, along sure. the shore. 
Not I mean, anything. It could have been dragged underneath the water by a kraken. <laughs> I mean, we survived wars. Sharknados. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I say we just we finish up our food and get this thing moving so that we can get high. Ben Adam, let's go. All right. Are we all in. Yeah. In. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so you guys kind of like bias, <laughs> bias, please just fit together. Oh yeah, sure. Now you want me to talk? Oh no, no, we still no. don't want you to talk. together. Quite the opposite, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's better that we have the big, the adults do. And I would say all of you do recognize a, a kind of grumpiness about Tobias at this point. Uh, you you guys are in kind of like a, a single file line making your way back towards the ship and kind of continuing the conversation as you're you know walking back and you're as you get back to the ship all the scaffolding's gone all the catwalk scaffolding's been disassembled um you see what looks like a completed ship the dirigible balloon now has been filled um the sails that hang off the side are kind of flapping and being worked um, by one of the most bizarre sights you've ever seen as all of you stare up at a crew of Qualishes dressed like pirates, almost to the point of absurdity. They all seem to be challenging each other who can have the biggest hat. And at one point, as you guys make your way up onto the main deck of the ship, you swear that like a six-foot diameter hat with two little feet underneath it is running across the deck and yelling, Yar! 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 As it's running. You know, um, how much he rails on Tobias. He's very much like him. Does well, the and work that is completed match the amount of time we were gone? No, it doesn't. I look at Mara like we're on the office. Oh god. An <laughs> office reference. No. 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 You're like, this doesn't make sense. You guys were gone for like a half hour, 45 minutes eating and talking. And you came back, it's almost like they got a day's work done. Do I think that it's the island or do I think that it's Quellish? <clears throat> um based on what or, or what Fire told you, I almost did it again, babe. Uh, based on what mm -hmm. Fire told you. Give me a... Oh. Well, while we were out and eating, yeah. was the wind was the wind there and the noise and the No, there the was ocean? no no jungle noise, no ocean noise, no. no no wind, no nothing. And I would say okay. with with fire kind of filling you in on this, um make a survival check with advantage. Ooh, those are both terrible. Ten. Ten. It's... It's hard to put your finger on it. The only kind of, like, idea that comes to your head... You know, you kind of feel like a goldfish in a goldfish bowl. You don't know why you feel that way. Qualish has us in a bubble. Qualish bubble. Hey, I'm gonna go up to one of the Qualishes. Yarr! Tobias! <laughs> We're gonna set sail! Yarr! I hope it Our works ladies. this time! 
and he goes Man, running by you. There, there are now close to about a hundred qualishes left. Um, they are all dressed like gaudy pirates, varying degrees and different size hats, feathers. Um, they're running around with cutlasses that are either too big or too small, boots that are too short or too high. Um, they're doing their best of what they think a pirate is. Um, and you grab one of them. What do you want to ask him? Hey, I want some pirate clothes too. He goes, but you're already a pirate. And he kind of like lifts the bill of his hat up to be able to see you. Aren't you a pirate? Yeah, but look at it. It's all crappy and old. My mom sewed it together for me. You want a pirate outfit? Like, uh, well, you can't have a big head as mine, but um, sure, you can have one. And you watch as he reaches um, like into a small bag around his, his waist, and he pulls out a full matching uh, pirate outfit costume, um, ridiculous leather boots, uh, these big bl blousy type pants, um, a big like red gold sash for you to tie, striped tunic, um, and a big floppy gray hat. And he hands the whole outfit to you. Thanks. Now I'm gonna go up to the I'm gonna go up to the wheelhouse. Okay, you make your direction towards the rear of the ship. Um, all of you watch as Tobias, with each step going towards the rear of the ship, he's gradually getting dressed into this new pirate outfit that he was given. The last thing you see is his tail purposely poking out the back of his pants. And, yep, Tobias finally looks like a pirate. Hey. Yay. Okay. He looks like a pirate before. All Ash 2.0, but it's a rat this time. <laughs> can I, can I walk up to a Quellish and ask for something, like, super ridiculous? Like, want, gosh, I don't even know, like a ball gown? You watch as the Qualish lifts his hat and goes, A ball gown? We're pirates! You can't yeah, go you can't go attacking. Didn't you know? Yeah. Well, no, they've dressed like this, and he points at himself. He goes, Big boots, blousy pants, <laughs> striped shirts, big <laughs> floppy hats. Day, on departure day they were ball gowns. Departure day. Nowadays, nowadays the craziest ball gowns. Make you're make, living in the past. Make a persuasion check. I'm really good at those. 16? Um, he looks at you, kind of pokes one of his eyes down from underneath the brow of the hat, and he goes, Okay, well, what's a ball gown? What does it look like? Um, so I describe, you know, it's like a really long, poofy dress with all this ornamentation and big poofy sleeves and petticoats and the whole works. He goes, and you're sure that when you leave, this is how you're supposed to dress? Because the last ship that we left with, we didn't dress up that way, but we didn't have real pirates with us either. I mean, are you but guys real? The girls. Are you real pirates then? I'm a real pirate. Are you a real pirate? Well, yeah, look at the way I'm dressed, right? This is how pirates dress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, ball You're not a girl, so you, right, you wouldn't know. know. It's okay. So, ball gown, is it? And you watch as he grabs another qualish and explains it to the... Well, she says that, look, if we're not dressed like real pirates. 
And you know, Qualish wants us to dress like real pirates when we do these maiden voyages. Maybe we should do that. It might be better luck this time, because the last two blew up, and you know we need all the help that we can get. Um, and then that Qualish grabs another Qualish. Before long, all of you watch is about thirty or forty Qualishes kind of like get together. They're reaching into these small bags around and these belts around them, and one by one, they're all pulling out ball gowns of various oh sizes, various shades, various colors. And they're putting them on. Half naked gnomes are running around getting dressed. Uh, uh, putting all this on they're they're like giggling and cackling at each other and you watch as the main quality that comes down from where tobias has already gone up to the the rear wheel deck and he goes what are you doing and all of them turn to look at him and go we're dressing like pirates she said this is how pirates dress when we depart the girl girl pirates girl pirates girl pirates girl pirates, girl pirates. Yeah. This is the last time I'm going to tell all you this. You boys, you're not girls. Oh, but, you know, these gowns are a lot more comfortable than those other outfits. Can we go ahead and wear them, Qualish? I mean, it, the, the ship's going to blow up anyways like the other two. And he just watches the main Qualish grabs his head and he just throws his big floppy hat on the ground, turns and walks towards the rear. And he just, just get the ship ready. And with that, we're going to take a break. So as you guys watch these partially pirated qualishes and partially ball gown qualishes, seemingly just immediately spread out across the deck of the ship. Um, some are going up towards where all the cabling is holding the dirigible. Some have run to the very front and they're like um, working a bunch of fittings and steam pipes and gear works that are connected to the big obsidian device, which must be the engine, as best you guys can figure. Um, other qualishes spin off towards the sails off to the right and the left. Um, all of them seemingly going to positions. And just as they all split away, all of you hear a creaking noise. A, and then the sense that the ship is beginning to rise. And then you hear Qualishes yelling, let go of the cables! And you watch as a bunch of Qualishes and gowns let go of cables off the side. You feel the ship slightly swing to the right and slightly swing to the left as it seems to be just settling underneath as this dirigible is now rising up into the air. Um, you watch as the obsidian uh, encasement, uh, maybe 20 foot in diameter, suddenly just flares to life a white bluish light begins to swirl in the encasement um suddenly the sails and the dirigible there's almost this like uh translucent energy now pulsing off um the the skin of the dragon and the big giant uh wing sails to the right and to the left that seem to be creating this sense of propulsion and as that happens, you guys are just shocked by all the Qualishes yelling with like glee and happiness. Um, as one of the Qualishes goes running by, as you guys are watching all this unfold, he goes, Yeah, we didn't blow up that time. And they're like running to and for, you know, doing things. And then they're like yelling at you, Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get better on the next one. And then suddenly the ship just surges forward. Um, you can feel the the momentum you guys have to kind of like grab on the railings as you feel the surge of it moving forward a huge shock 
of white and yellow lightning um, comes to the very front of the ship and begins to like coalesce and curl um, in, a, in a almost like swirl pattern around the ship. And directly in front, you could see this reddish seam um, begin to crackle and move apart as you guys seem to be moving out of one existence and into another existence. As you feel this energy pulse and and beat like over, you feel it physically just like assail your your body and your skin, all the hairs on your body kind of like standing up on end. You guys look and it's the most bizarre thing you've ever seen as every hair on Fire's body is sticking straight out. She looks like a giant puffball. You can even see Thanks. like little Tesla-like coils of energy and electricity kind of like pulsing amongst her fur. You can see it pulsing and pulsing. One of the Qualishes comes and smiles as he looks at all of you. Um, his, you know, his hat, you can see his hair kind of frizzing out, little wisps of, of electrical current running up and down his body. He goes, ah, that's two. We didn't blow up that time. If we make it all the way through without blowing up, it's going to be the first time. And he goes running like off into the crowd. You can hear pulleys and cables, big pipes um, uh, up at the front by the engine. Um, as all of you stare at the front of the engine, all of you make perception checks for me, please. Wait, what was What check? Perception. I don't see crap. Take a moment to turn away from your. Take a moment to take a moment to turn away from your technical your tech tentacle porn. And what? Huh? What? It took you too long to say that. Well, no, I. It's not as funny because I said technical. Your technical porn. Stop watching software developers pretend to like each other. Yes, I love Uh I got a seven from Mara. Perception? Yeah. 17, 17 for, for Fire, 10 for Asborn, 15 for Samara, 12 for Sigurd, 10 for Asmin. What'd you get, Tobias? Chat. 24. 24. Um, he has eyes. <laughs> Tobias, as everybody else is busy looking at the front of the ship, the sails, watching this electrical current kind of um, uh, uh, just boiling over the ship, you look... And you see a huge gout of steam burst from one of the pipes that the um, that the gnome was working on. And you just watch that steam just disintegrate the gnome that was standing next to it. Its body just pulverized into little melty pieces onto the ground. Um, you watch as three or four other gnomes swirl about uh, this broken pipe that's now jettisoning this huge gout of like electrical steam up into the air you yell towards the front and all of you see this it seems like the other qualities are too busy so for you guys you can see this pipe is now ruptured near the obsidian uh contraption that seems to be the engine all the other qualities near it seem to be struggling with the other pipes um with tobias pointing it out you now notice that two other pipes are beginning to look like they might rupture you see as um, a handful of qualishes come from the lower deck carrying fresh pipes and they seem to be struggling trying to get things going. I'm gonna run up. Okay. Start grabbing the pipes and start like full on rushing towards the exploded one and the okay. ones that are bulging. Okay. Anybody else? 
I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna help him out. Oh. I'll follow and help. Okay, so I've got Sigurd, Sam, Asmon, Asborn. You're heading towards what looks like maybe the engine failing at this point. What are the rest of you doing? I'm um, gonna go by. to the one to the ones that look like they need reinforcing. Okay, you you're so you, five of you have headed up in that area. Four of you are attempting to help with the pipes, um, lifting them and get them in place on the one that's already ruptured and the energy and the heat and steam is racing out of the ruptured pipe. Um, uh, was that Mara or Sam? Or which? Mara, you said all. you're going to help the ones that look like they're about to break? Yeah. Okay, so you step off to the side. You're watching um, Sam, the brothers, and Sigurd struggling trying to get that 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 one that's ruptured under control you're standing over by the other qualishes it's very loud over here the the hissing steam coming out the creaking of metal that's about to rupture around you um, the gnomes seem to be intent on trying to release and manage these two valves that seem to be stuck um so with that fire you made your way over to tobias so fire and tobias you're still at the helm's control um with the main qualish um, so for, um, Sam, Asmon, Asborn, and Sigurd, um, all of you give me athletics checks. Oh my lord. That's not very good. That's not very good. Can you say that one more time? I didn't hear. Athletics. Athletics. Athletics? Yep. Yes! That is a non-natural non 20. Okay. Don't so. worry, guys. I got this. 26. So, Asmon, you take um, 26 points of uh, steam damage. Uh, you, As you're trying to help shift the pipe in, the steam and electrical current blasts into the side of you. Um, uh, Sam and Asborn and Sigurd, um, you're managing to steady this thing, this pipe in place while the other gnomes are hacking away at the ruptured metal to give it some kind of fitting. Um, you're holding it in place, but the steam and electrical current kind of brush over you, um, and you guys will take 13 points of electrical and steam damage as you're wrestling this huge pipe in place. Um, Sam, or Mara, you're watching your friends struggle trying to get this pipe in place, and these gnomes are swarming around them trying to get it fixed. Um, you have two choices. You've got two additional pipes near you this montage of gear work and and piping there's these three main pipes that you guys can see the pipe is being worked on by the other four and then there's the two pipes you're you're kind of in between these other gnomes working on them uh give me a quick perception check 11. there is one that looks worse than the others and two of the gnomes working um a couple of the gear works to possibly that looks like they might be trying to relieve the steam are really struggling trying to get that valve open okay can i run over to assist them yep so you get near them you grab um give me an athletics check 11. 11. you you pull and you pull and you pull and they're pulling with you and you just hear this cracking sound as the valve just breaks away from the stem and now there's a there's this very thin 
uh, steam of electrical steam coming out of the side. You watch it as it melts the face of one of the gnomes and he just collapses onto the ground, <laughs> holding his face. Oh, um, it begins to burble up and across your hands. Um, uh, you're going to take 12 points of steam and electrical damage. All right. Um, Tobias and Fire, back where you are, you can see this struggle going on. Um, but the two of you give me uh, perception checks really quick. I got a 14. Okay. Fire. 19. Fire, as you're watching your fur and you're trying to mat it down, um, you're, you're watching your friend struggle trying to keep the, this, that engine from exploding. You definitely get the feeling that this might be one of those times that Qualish was referring to, that, that, that the management containment and harnessing that much power might be the problem. And you begin to realize that the chain reaction of this is actually the, the point that you guys are going through this gateway and how you're going through it. You lean over to Tobias, and based on what you can see, you tell Tobias that maybe if you tilted the ship at such an angle, it may help the electrical current kind of like brush off to the sides of the ship rather than covering the entire ship. Okay, I relay that to Tobias. Tobias, you're looking at that helm. You see two Qualishes handling it, the main Qualish barking out orders. What do you want to do? I'll go over there. Get out of the way! You run over there and you quickly push them out of the way. Um, I'll, I'll let that just be a, a free action for you. You shove yeah, one of them out it. of the way. The other one's like shocked to see you. And um, give me... So for you, give me um, acrobatics for you. Okay. Oh, 29. Now give me sleight of hand with advantage. Okay. Let me put my 29 in. And slide a hand. Okay. Twenty-six. Yeah, you remember your training, remember the few times you've been over to Helm, and even you remember some of the advice from the turtle from the blue opal. Um and you managed to throw a block underneath the helm wheel. Because uh, you know where the, the, the pulleys are coming up from underneath. And you know those pulleys are going out to the sails. And you spin the helm in such a way that you know that those sails are now tipped up. You feel as the front of the ship slightly dips down. And you jam the block in. And you watch as the energy kind of coalesces straight up rather than over the ship. You watch as fire's fur flattens. Um, and the energy seems to be focused up and along the balloon and not so much the ship itself. Uh, for those of you struggling at the pipes, the four of you, um, go ahead and give me athletics checks with advantage because the energy is no longer bouncing off the engine at this point. It's just the steam. Oh my uh, god, I got that one on one of them. <laughs> 17. Whoa. Okay, I got a... Not, not natural 20. 
That is a 25. Okay, with the way that the ship is now facing, all of you feel yourselves being pulled forward slightly, but with it just being the steam now, not the electrical current mixed with it, you guys manage to put the pipe in place. Quickly, the other gnomes are now, you can hear their tools at work at the bottom, and you can hear their tools at work at the top as they seem to be trying to reattach it. Um, Mara, go ahead and give me athletics with advantage. All right. Uh, athletics, 19. 19. You watch as one of the just hands you a brand new uh, cog gear, like a, a, a spin wheel. Um, and uh, as you hold it, you, you place it in front of where the other one was. and you It's just now steam coming out. It's hot, but without the electricity coursing through it, it's not nearly as dangerous. And you hold it there, and you watch as two qualishes take these massive mallets and just whack it. And it puts it right back onto the stem. You can see where the water is leaking away, and they seem to be managing the one that you're helping with. You turn over your shoulder to look at the third one, and you can see where little hairline cracks are beginning to show in the metal piping as the four qualishes struggling with that one turn in different directions and begin to back away from it. Um, okay, can I go and try and stop it? Okay, you race over to that one. Give me a quick perception check. Okay, perception check. 23. 22. 23. 22. As long as it's over a 20, you're good. Um, the way this pipe is cracking, it's about to blow. Um, you look over and see your four um, friends. They have wrestled the other one in place. There's no longer steam jutting out of the deck of the ship. They seem to have that under control. Um, so I'm just going to call out, hey, over here, now. You guys hear Mara yell to the four of you. Head over. Okay. I'm going to turn around and start sprinting. <laughs> you guys move the 15 feet over to where she is you're all standing and looking at this thing um everybody make deck saves please Ooh. oh that's pretty good Ooh. Ooh, terrible very nice see words the brothers are nice and nimble Fire, you don't need to do a deck save. Except just... when you fall off. Oh, the I didn't <laughs> well, I met the, the five of them at the pipes. Okay. You said everybody. <laughs> That's going with Why okay. you. So with that, as you guys all collect and you watch as more our points at the cracking pipe, um, there's a massive explosion. <laughs> that pipe ruptures. Oh metal shrapnel going in different directions. You watch as qualishes drop to the ground, grabbing faces, arms, and chests. Um, so for <laughs> Sigurd, Sigurd, Sam, and Mara, you're going to take 31 points of piercing damage. Uh, uh, ouch. Oh my god. Ace, my hideous face. Um, and then Asmon and Asborn um, and... Yeah, Asmon, Asborn, you're the only ones that passed, right? Everyone yeah. else failed. So 16? you'll you'll take half damage, yes. Sixteen? Yep. Okay. Jesus, I And am... now this great gout of steam is ruptured up from the deck. You're all um and I will say Sam 
and Sigurd and Mara, you're knocked prone onto the ground. Tobias, you feel the explosion ripple across the ship. You can just feel the whole ship shudder from it. Um, you watch as the block that you've put in place begins to shake loose like it's about to come out. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it in there. Okay. Um, fire. Do I see that? Yeah, your passive is high enough. You're you're kind of distracted by what's going on up front, but you notice that Tobias is holding on the helm with one little mouse paw and his little mouse foot is attempting um, to, to jam that block. Her. So, uh, Tobias, go ahead and give me acrobatics with advantage because fire's helping you jam that block in. Thirty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Don't be nimble or anything. Um, yeah, right. You, you guys quickly jam the block in, and at first <laughs> the ship was beginning to right itself upward, and the energy was beginning to recoalesce. <laughs> but you guys managed to keep it in its position. Um, for the five of you now up by this ruptured spot, there's qualishes on the deck, in lots of different bloody states. Um, uh, there's a handful of them though that come running over and help the three of you that were knocked prone up um, all of you now look including the qualishes at the deck um, about two feet of the deck around where that pipe fitting was has been blown out you can see where the main junction of the pipe uh, would normally fit down into it you watch as two of the qualishes make their way to it and they seem to be trying to Get the pieces of the broken pipe out. Um, the five of you are now standing there uh, holding the pipe that they're going to try and replace it with. So let me get quick athletic checks from the five of you with advantage because you're all helping each other. Uh, can I can I like back off a little bit because I'm kind of I'm kind of banged up, so I'm probably just gonna like uh, cats cure wounds on myself. So I can okay, so for your for your turn, it's cure wounds. Gotcha. Uh, well, the DC is not that bad this time. The DC is only 11 because you guys are all helping each other. Um, it was bad before because that whole thing ruptured and there was just no way to get to it in time. I rolled a natural 20 for um, a save for the ship, but it failed. So, um, or not a save, a. a in a structural check um and it needed a 25 and i rolled a 20. so is, was, there, is, is there still some guys up next to me, <coughs> some, of, some of the qualishes yeah i mean but they're all busy doing activity like they, okay. they're they're all under the impression that what they're doing is to keep this thing from blowing up again you okay. and fire realize that maybe some of the eccentricity of qualish is to blame here um, right. You know, and what's going on right now up front is actually the reason why they probably had failures in the past. Um, you're watching as um, Asmon is kind of like um, uh, moved away by about five or ten feet. He seems to be very like burnt and crispy. Um, the other four have managed to put the new pipe in place um, and they're holding it in place while the, the gnomes are attempting to put the couplings in place put the gears gear work back in um the four of you holding it in place uh give me um athletic checks again advantage uh regular this time because the steam is starting to build again 
Much better. 25. Ooh, let's go. Nice. 27. Love that I'm the low one at 19. Nice. The DC was an 18. Um, because as that steam is building in the pipe, you've got to work twice as hard to keep it in place. Um, is there, and is I there was, something I can do up there to, to, to lessen the steam? Not really. What you're doing is preventing the electricity and the steam from commingling. Okay. Yeah, I, and I will say you and Fire kind of figured that out. Because after um, she pointed it out to you and you managed to tilt and put it at an angle and you watch as the electrical effect was no longer affecting the front of the ship. Um, so just holding it in place is about the best thing you can do right now. Okay, cool. All right, I'll keep doing that. <laughs> okay, with that, you guys, um, so Sam, uh, Mara, Asborn, you're going to take 10 points of burn damage. Oof. Halved, Ooh, because have you saved, so five points. Um, but crispy. You just feel the skin around your arms just getting really hot and burning you as you as you know you've got to hold this thing in place. You listen to the qualishes smack the valves down at the bottom and at the top. And for the first time, there's no steam leaking. There's lots of moisture on the pipes. There's a lot of debris and damage and qualishes that are down in very like different states of injuries. But you feel the remains of the ship plunge through this opening. Um, now back to Tobias and Fire. Because you've got it at an angle keeping the electricity <laughs> off of it, um, it's now resisting completing going through this gate. Um, so I need the two of you to make perception checks to make sure you pick up on that. Alright. I got a net 20 on that. Okay. Ooh, 26. Okay, the two of you watch as your friends get everything under control. Um, Tobias, you look at the angle that you're at, and you begin to realize that the dirigible is not going to clear the portal that you're going through. So you immediately counter. You kick out the block. You spin the wheel the other way, and you watch as the massive uh, sails on the right and the left tip the opposite direction as the dirigible begins to plunge down at a very sharp angle um everybody in the front give me deck saves please and before i do that i yell out everybody hold on everybody Just so you know like i'm at one i think i'm like passed out on the floor <laughs> uh, give me deck saves with advantage because you hear tobias yell out oh i don't even need it even even i can't feel my face jesus and so Hi, rollers too. I'm trying. I'm trying to do. A, I'm trying to do a better job of keeping my voice tonight because this is. I've been dying for you guys to have this session. This is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> this, this is actually an old one shot I ran about nine years ago, and I've incorporated it into the Wild Mount campaign because I just love this one. Um, all right, so I got a 23 Tobias. I got a 20 for Sigward. I got a 23 for Mara. I got a 20 for Asborn. Okay. Uh, 26 for fire. Um, so as you guys hear Tobias yell out, um, fire, you lean forward and actually, um, kind of lean part of your body. You kneel down and you're actually helping Tobias hold in place and, and keep a hold on the helm. It's fighting you really bad, Tobias. It's fighting you really bad. Um, okay. just so everyone knows the DC was a 20, um, on that save. Um, 
So as all of you manage to either grab onto like railings or posts or cables or wires, um, for those of you up front, you watch as Sam completely loses her footing and she's now skidding across the front of the ship towards the front railing at this point, seemingly out of control. Did she pass by me? I was going to say, can we make a grab? Um, I will say one of you can take the chance, the one of the four that are near you. What kind of check would it be? Uh, it's going to be, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's going to be another, I'm going to say this will be a dex check. It's going to be oh. just a quick reaction to four. you going by. So whoever's grabbing, make a dex check. I have really low dex. Well, technically four, she's sliding past Asborn, um, uh, Mara, and Sigurd. Asmon stepped away to heal himself, so he's not close enough. So there's three of you that could try to grab her before she sails Mine is past plus you. One. How about I'm, you gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. You're gonna give it a try? Go for it. 16? 16. Alright. The DC was a 14. I'm good with that. As you're about to watch Sam just go sailing off the front rail, Mara, you quickly grab a rope to your side that you've already kind of like wrapped around your arm. And you go swinging around um, one of the pipes, and you manage to grab the hand of Sam before she slides any further. Um, now, Sam, I need you to make an athletics check. And the, okay, three. Yeah, you have no problem. The two of you, between her reflexes and your strength, you're now held in place. You're not sliding further anymore. Um, within a few minutes. The entire ship then flattens out, straightens, Tobias, as you're now guiding this thing through um, the portal. Um, and all of you feel that electrical sensation again, but this time it feels a little bit calmer. Not as much as it was like out of control before. You get the feeling that um, when those pipes ruptured, it created a problem itself. And with you guys repairing that, keeping it under control... Now you're just watching these almost like Aurora-like lights pass by you. Purples and yellows and greens as you're passing through this portal. Um, there's this like kind of like cold feeling at first and then a warm feeling. And the next thing you know, the portal disappears. You can see it's nighttime. The starlight is out. Um, all It seems to calm down. Everything settles down. Uh, I need all seven of you to make quick perception checks for me. Maybe. So for and Fire and Tobias, as the ship begins to settle, you feel the wind. It's nighttime. The two of you watch as your friends are like helping other Qualishes. Um, they seem to be um, uh, just kind of fixated on, on what's going on immediately around them. But the two of you being where you are, you look over the back rail and you watch as whatever you just came through just stitches and closes shut behind you. But as soon as it closes, you realize um, that you're looking down on the island because you can see the shipwrecks. You can see the freshly deboned T-Rex. Well, no, actually, you don't see that. You see the T-Rex corpse. Um, you, can see, no you can see where the crab... Um, is along the shoreline, and you can see a qualish down on the shoreline. No, he made, he made the crab small. <laughs> no, not yet. As you're yeah, looking, not crab small. 
Not yet. Okay. <laughs> You're looking down on a koalish crawling out of a crab and seemingly walking over to seven people tucked away inside some rocks. <laughs> oh. About five or ten minutes goes by. The ship is now kind of like settled and it's now stationary. As you watch um, the magical essence of the propulsion on one of the wings is going one way and the other one's going a different way. And the propulsion of the dirigible seems to just be like floating around it as opposed to putting it in a particular direction. Um, you watch as the Qualish looks um, at the two of you, Tobias and Fire goes, well, we didn't blow up that time. And I'm pretty sure you guys passed the test because, well, let's face it, if we blow it up, we'd have to start all over again, don't you think? And at that moment, you hear a noise. You look over, for the two of you, look over the railing. You see the crab contraption shrink. Um, you watch as Qualish, down on the shore, uh, materializes the same mansion door. One by one, you watch people go in. And Tobias, you swear there was a small mouseling that just jumped in that door. Um, you see other people jump into the door quite it's far enough away where you can't make it out but this seems to be playing out and then you watch the mansion door disappear okay and you guys are seemingly back exactly where you were before the same night sky all of you taking this moment to breathe you look over the rails you can see the um debris you can see the um the dead T-Rex, you can see uh, the dead blue raptors along the shoreline, the, the stack of corpses of sailors and the, the debris and the crates. You can even see where the handful of qualishes seem to be now rummaging around uh, the crates and they quickly disappear as the manchador appears and they, they go inside of it. Um, this feels like you came back, but maybe you came back a little ter too early. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is kind of weird. And now the yeah. ship is stationary. The, all the other qualities seem to be tending to the wounded ones. Um, I, can I grab... My brain's bonked. Can I grab what? a qualish, Jeremy? Sure. Yeah. Um, yes? So the other two times that this did not work, are we with you? Oh, well, that's crazy. We just met you. Why would you be with us? I mean, and he's like brushing off his ball gown um, and kind of like hikes up the hem of his ball gown and goes walking away from you and looks at the other qualishes and goes, God, that's crazy. You know, the last time she went through the gate, she didn't ask me that question. And she kind of oh, disappears into the crowd. Okay. Okay, then. I, I, tell one of the, I tell one of the qualishes next to me, I said, my friends are hurt. Go help them. Okay. Um, make a you want to make intimidation or persuasion? Uh, let's see, because you're being kind of snarky. I'm gonna say it's intimidation. Okay, fine, intimidation. <laughs> well, I didn't make it. Well, <laughs> What'd you roll? Like a 10. <laughs> he just kind of looks at you, goes, Well, what do you want me to do, Mouse? I mean, I'm an engineer, I don't know how to help people. I mean, oh, I know what I could do, and you watch as. 
a group of Qualishes go rushing over to uh, all your friends up by the pipes because you two didn't really take any damage. Um, for all of you that took damage, each one of you get um, a superior healing potion. Oh. And they each individual Qualish hands it to each of you, um, and they're actually applying it to the other Qualishes. As one by one, they're getting most of them back on their feet. You watch as one of the Qualish is gathering up the body parts of one of the other Qualishes and kind of sticking it in a bag. He ties it off and like throws it over the railing. Um, there's another Qualish that's kind of like already mopping up like the steam-like goo from one of the other Qualishes. And he's just kind of cleaning it up. And you can see the bucket is now crimson and kind of like you can see the fatty fleshy muscle tissue being dipped into the bucket and he's kind of like swabbing the deck and you know it's it only looks odd because one is dressed up like a ridiculous pirate and the other one's wearing a ball gown um so this this absurdity is playing out and it's just very strange um what's the superior is it 44 d4 plus eight it's i think it's the best out of all of them isn't it just as you get eight, 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 only been a few hours since you left this place. It doesn't feel all that different. Wow. Can I swing the ship around and, and go to like the debris field and see if we can see? You guys are kind of uh, hovering over that section of the coast right now. Um, okay. You're about 100 feet up in the air looking down over the entire thing. Um, give, me, give me an investigation check. I'm going to do one more healing on me. I'm going to throw one at level three just because I was great. Dead. Okay. Sounds good. Um, 20, uh, 22. Yeah, you're looking. Um, it's the same thing you remember seeing from before. You don't see anything new. Um, the same debris is there. You can see that there is some additional debris further out into the water. Um, and as you're staring at it, the debris kind of like bubbles up slightly as you watch a massive five-headed hydra break the water and then go back down into the water. <laughs> Hello, Scourge. Looking good. Uh, yeah. He wasn't coming in your direction. He was actually going deeper out into sea. Oh, bye, okay. Scourge. Yeah. What direction is Scourge headed? Uh, give me a nature check. Four. Yeah, he's the heading away. He, he's heading away from the island. Do you want to know which way he's going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have way? advantage on undead. Um, so I'll say the two of you are conferring as Arena, or sorry, Fire is pointing, fire. Uh, pointing in the direction. As you can see, this this faint silhouette of this thing going down. In a few minutes, it comes back up. It goes down. It comes back up. Um, so yeah, go ahead and make a nature check uh, with advantage. Nineteen. It's definitely heading 
towards what would be considered the deep sea section. Um, it looks like it's going towards the direction of the mainland Menagerie Coast area, um, but without any real point of reference other than looking at the stars and seeing which direction it's going in. Um, it's, it's definitely heading towards the Menagerie Coast, best you can tell. So it's not heading out to deep sea, it's heading towards the mainland. Well, it's got to head out to deep sea first. So it's going out to deep sea, and on the other side of that will be the Menagerie Coast. Yeah, they, they handled it last time. They can handle it again. <laughs> yeah. Says the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who got us into all this crap. Um, it, the evening kind of settles down. Things are being taken care of. And uh, finally, Qualish gathers you guys up and looks at you and goes, Well, you did pretty good. Um, where can I take you? Well, um, we'd love to find that the fake creature that you were hunting. Oh, you want to stay with me? As well. But uh, don't you already have a ship and a captain? Won't he be worried about you? We don't know where he's at. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast Sending. Okay. And uh, to, to, to Captain the Alabaster? Yes. Mm-hmm. And see if I can, if I can, you know, well, first off, see if it, he's not dead. Is it 24 words or 25? Uh, I forget. 25 words. Yep. So yeah, good. Tell me what you want to say to him. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. <clears throat> you guys watch as fire is like being very angsty. Oh, She's then. like. She's like tapping her temple with her finger like she's trying to think of something. We survived. Stop. Where's your ship? Stop. <laughs> you could reply to this message. Captain, <laughs> we survived. Captain, we survived. Where? I think he might know he's the captain. Okay, fine. <laughs> He may not know it's who you are fire. if you don't say your name. <laughs> it's fire. Let's see. It's fire. We survive. One, two, three, four. Where are you? <laughs> or did you survive? Oh, shit. Um, what would... Okay, you guys. Can what, what, what can I say? Start talking like a say? toddler. Just take out like words you don't need. You survive? <laughs> you okay? Are you there? Hello. It's something like you. Um, we survived. Send coordinates. Respond to message. What's well, twenty-five words? I can be more than that. Okay. How's the wife? You and ship. Okay. Cracking. We survived. Watch out for the Hydra. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I, I on you out. <laughs> and if you die, the creature as well. You know nothing about. Okay. Entities inbound. Life's good. Okay. Where? Let's see. One, I'm assuming two, he can answer five, back, huh? Five, six, he has 25 words to it, I believe. Nine, oh, cool. 10, 11. 
and reply to this message. Okay, so what's your message going to be? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I love this nine, spell. Ten, this has become my favorite spell. Spell it. She cut out. I didn't have sending. It's fire. We survived. You, ship, crew, okay? Where are you? You can reply to this message. Solid. 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 Uh, a minute goes by, and then two minutes, and then you just hear this. <clears throat> fire? You... You're alive. We thought for sure you were dead. You guys never came back to the beach. Where the heck? No. <laughs> we did not tell him 25 words. Oh Do it again. God. Do it again. Um, captain's okay, guys. Captain's alive. Yeah, at uh, the very least, you know he's alive. Hey, yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, it's not. All right, I guess I again. am. I am casting it again. Okay. <laughs> Tell them twenty-five words this time. Keep it short. Uh. Don't forget the heart. Don't forget the heart. Yeah. Three less than equals equal to no. Okay. Anyways. Um. Oh. Fudge. What do I want to say this time? Okay. Uh, coordinates only. <laughs> Where can we meet you? You can reply to this message. Twenty-five words or less. Okay, is that what you send them? Well, yeah. What with the spell um, for the reply, is it less than twenty-five words? It's twenty-five words or less, depending. You know, he. I mean, he, for the reply. Yeah, same. Same for the reply. Same for the send. Okay. So yeah, I'm, okay. I'm gonna say this time not as much time passes, um, and you hear him say, "Oh, I, I I've never had an experience with this spell before." Um, we're heading towards Port Zoom. We've heard rumors of. Is that twenty five words? Yeah, he he rambles. This man. So I'm gonna tell him. You know, tell the group he's headed towards Port Zoom. Onwards! I am ready. Okay, let's head there. So, point Great. us to Port Zoom. Okay, you watch as Qualish spreads out this map of the Greater Seas. Um, most of the landmarks look accurate. Uh, you watch as he runs his finger all the way across the center sea, deep sea, to the other side. Um, you guys would normally take about two to three weeks, especially with it being um, the storm season, um, normally by ship. Um, as he begins to trace this out and track it, and he's doing his his calculations, he goes, oh, well, we could be at Port Zoom in four days. That's not too bad, eh? Well, no. We gonna, if we do that, or is it going to be regular flying, or are we going to be going through portals again? That was oh, not fun. no, no. The portal... I just created us a little place that we could work on our, uh, our, our ship at an elevated rate, you know. I, um, but anyways, no, no, no. I don't normally use that portal. Very unreliable, that portal. Um, no, it's just normal propulsion, assuming nothing breaks or we don't hit any storms or gods that are wrathful or airship pirates or wyverns 
or dragons that are trying to kill me because you know just the normal stuff yes dragons dragons why dragons again what did you do oh nothing uh, nothing and he kind of walks away uh barking orders out to the qualishes to uh set sail and make the you know he starts to uh point uh coordinates out he's yelling and then he looks back over at you tobias and he goes tobias point us uh -huh. in that direction would you please uh, sh am I the captain right now? You're on the helm. Okay. Oh my god, he's got a ship. Aye, aye. <laughs> you guys watch Everyone. as this, watch as this tiny little mouse is like pulling this, um, this, the helm into the direction. You watch as the wings flare out even further. All the magical essence of both the balloon and the wings are now, um, um, jettisoning their energy in reverse. So that you guys are now moving forward at a pretty steady clip. Um, you can feel a pretty strong wind crashing into your faces. It's pretty windy up here from the movement. It, it speeds up to a point and then settles into like a, a more steady pace. So you guys have about four days until you get to Port Zoom. You're going to be on night one. So um, I'm going to assume you guys want to take a long rest, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm I'm gonna send another message to before we you know okay. sleep. Yep, go for it. I'm gonna send another message to him and I'm gonna say meet you in Port Zoom. Okay, he goes, Oh, good. Um yeah, we'll meet you in Port Zoom. Um uh by the way, make sure you avoid um uh uh, uh Dark Toe. Uh rumor has it, the creature and then it cuts out. Rumor has it. Okay. This is my reaction to Tobias leading the ship. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let that thing man the helm. Okay, but Fire, does, it, does he even have copy training? Are we are we about any qualities right now? Um, yeah, most the the majority of the crew now necessary to run the ship is pretty minimal. There's about fifty qualities that are doing various jobs and duties on the ship. Okay, can I, uh, I was saying, can I gesture to everybody to like come closer to me, away from the qualities? I mean, none of them are really hanging about where Tobias is steering the helm. I mean, that okay. might that looks like it could be a safe place to you know have a conversation. Okay, um, so guys, I don't know about you, but I'm worried about what the objects that we have and being in the air because I can turn into a bird. The rest of y'all will be screwed. Oh. I'll go down Thank with my ship. Thanks for the reminder. Thanks for the reminder. Appreciate it. Okay. Yes, Tobias, you will go down with the ship. Either way, point is, yeah. is that we need to get rid of these things without Qualish knowing, because otherwise, who knows if this god is gonna like attack us? These things are ex these things are expensive, man. I'm this thing could buy my ship. No way. I'm keeping mine. You guys do what you want. <laughs> talking about. And anyway, so basically, what Bahamut is trying to tell us all is that evil looks all around us but we I'm have to fight his, the power i'm gonna cover his mouth Did you, so you guys seemingly are having this conversation that seems to be revolving around these items um, uh, some of you have opinions about it some of you don't have opinions about it um all right, 
I would say okay. that none of the the Qualishes don't seem to be overly interested in what you're doing. They're just going about their no more duty. Um, you, uh, I mean, guys are, if you want to toss them over, you can toss them over if you want. Qualishes? No, I no, the, the, the items. <laughs> Uh, Tobias? <laughs> Tobias? <laughs> My Tobias. Actually, you get rid of two problems at once. You can, he's got the bottle. <laughs> Toss him over. <laughs> I will be the first one to okay. just immediately toss my. Okay, before you toss, before, before you toss, before you toss your weapons, wouldn't it be worse considering that these could be cursed objects to toss them unintended you know into the ocean? Yes, because they're, they're better off in our So hands. here's the thing. Okay, Since you, so wait, hold, on. hold on a sec. Since you guys are having this conversation and you're going on about these items, um, I'm going to say, since, Sam, you thought of it, go ahead and make a insight check with advantage. Really. 15? Um, the only thing that piques your interest is you're watching everybody kind of argue uh, about this. Um, uh, Fire seems very enamored with her knapsack. Um, you're watching as Tobias is like yelling at, um, you know, Sigward about keeping the bottle and Sigward's got the, the, the elven male half over the railing already. Like he's getting ready to drop it. The brothers with their staff and shield, um, Mar not seemingly saying much, but with her sword, the one thing that strikes you odd, everything that you guys have, if you were to lay it down in a singular formation, it would make up something that a single person could potentially use. Between the staff, the sword, the shield, the book, the chainmail, um, the bottle, it, 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 you're not sure why, you can't put your finger on it, but there's something strange about these items even more so than the feeling that you got from them. Okay, so I tell them, everybody shut up, and I convey what you just said. Okay, so you guys listen to Sam kind of express a concern that maybe everything that you guys have based on the interesting night that you haven't had yet or have you had that night yet hard to tell considering where you are currently but all of this could equally belong to a single person all this like the sword the staff the shield the the book the backpack the the chain mail all this feels like it could belong to one person so we need to keep them separated so they would be safer in our personal possessions. That makes sense? I mean, that or you're lying. There's an invisible, child-murdering, funny, so demon-beheading boy. The other thing that Polish said, and again, I don't know if I even trust this guy, but I'm gonna just go with it. The other thing that he said was that God in charge of... I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the name of the God. Stormlord. Uh, Stormlord be able to find out who took it even if we tossed it so i'm not saying that we have to toss it i'm just saying that at some point we need to destroy this well if the stormlight really can't destroy it like i don't think how we're gonna be doing no it he doesn't he chooses not to destroy it that's his whole shtick uh, well we don't know that's kind of we don't lame. know the answer this is all okay but like if these yeah, are such powerful if, things then if I mean, he fight them sorry what were you saying if he didn't want to destroy them, wouldn't you think that he'd get mad at us for destroying them? That is true. That's true. 
Yeah, what if you throw it over, but the curse still stays with you? Now you can't get it back to take the curse away. Well, yeah, I think that we're better off holding on to it because, I mean, if he's going to sense, if he's already going to be mad at us either way, might as well yeah, have some things. Might as well have some things that let us, you know, defend ourselves. I think we should tell Qualish because he might know what these things are and how we can use them. Maybe he be able to help us it. take the curse. Who cares? But he's scary. Row us over the board. He could probably get all of his games to just like draw and quarter us. I don't really think that's a, the best thing. Um, look, I get the kind of the feeling like this guy's pretty powerful. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think he really gives two shits what we've done. Even though he says he does. Well, I don't know. Did he actually? Okay. Did he actually ever? Well, I mean, I'll let you dip into your memory banks a little bit. I don't no. know if he ever said he was upset with what you did. He merely passed a series of criticism and critiques with a bit of, you know, flourish in those criticisms right. and critiques. Um, and also threw in the fact that he was there last time it got out. Well, he never admitted to that, but you definitely picked up on that faux pas, that Freudian said, slip. Wait. Oh, Freudian slip. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't I, say Tobias kind of reminds you guys that you know, he said we, not they, initially. So there is an age question here. It kind of comes to mind. But if he's so powerful, what stops him from just taking them from us? We, we probably, I don't think it's good to tell him that we have Okay, so he, so he takes them from us. Are we better off or worse off? Well, you want I to think throw him overboard. I think we're better off. I think we're better off keeping him. Well, yeah, but... Okay, then show us some what cool magic trick with your nice fancy scepter, son. Because I got, I got a bottle I don't know what to do with. I don't even know what it does or how to control it. The last thing it did was shrivel my little pinky up. <laughs> is that All what you I know it? my shield does is moan when I sleep. So, kind of weird. Yeah, the last That's thing I thought was, was a nightmare. And I'll say you guys also spend this time kind of going back over um, your nightmares. Asmon, it's a little peculiar to you. You're the only one that don't you don't really remember having a particular dream um, about the staff. I mean, nothing comes to mind, but you're listening to Asborn kind of tell his quick tale about something or a visage that was trapped in the shield and it attempted to reach out to him and then he woke up from his dream. Um, you, you hear Fire tell her story about how, you know, um, she was in a park there seemed to be some shadowy figure signing up children's names and then crying families and then woke up from that dream um uh mara i don't know i don't remember how much you shared but you know mara's obsession with her sword and how it seemingly took her over and convinced her um that she was something else possessed by something else um Samara, the book, the Lathander book, um, the the throne, the skeleton. Oh, you know what, Samara? Give me a religion check with advantage. Oh. And then, of course, Sigurd, the telltale signs of a writer or some individual wearing the elven chainmail. And Tobias, the ship seemingly not malicious but as you got further into a strange storm it became dark 
and brooding and the people that make up the deck of the ship, the crew had transformed from human vestige and into undead, almost like corrupted vestiges. Sam, as you guys are having this conversation and everyone's retelling their stories and the fact that Asmon didn't have a story to tell is a little peculiar, but you close your eyes and you think about that dream. Um, And as you think about it, the visage, the skeletal visage sitting in the throne, he was holding a, a staff. There was a blade at his side. He was wearing what looked like Elven chainmail. He held the book in his hand. And there seemed to be a shadowy figure. You're just now remembering this, but there was some figure standing at his side, seemingly scrawling onto a parchment. And just thinking about this just invokes this sense of terror and dread in yourselves. Um, and as all of you watch as Sam is like spilling this information out and spilling out all this information, you guys hear a horn blast and then another and then another and then another. It's very strange. There's a handful of qualishes up near the front of the ship. Um, the main qualish comes running back to where you guys are standing, having this conversation. And he goes, oh, shit. I think I know who that is. And he points up at the sky and you see these huge wings and a massive body blot out the moon momentarily. And it kind of moves side to side. And that's where we're going to stop tonight. Thank you for joining us this session for the telling of this, our tale of the Menagerie Coast. Join us next week as the story continues.